help these people unlock their likes. You know, we're gonna um, kind of cover some different topics. So I guess we can start out. You know, when we brainstorm this this text that we're creating, man, we uh we we came up with a, a lot of different laws. Uh, our wisest member of the podcast seemed to take off with those ideas, and he had some some good thoughts. Shout out to him. And we kind of expanded on some of these thoughts, and we want to kind of cover some of these with you guys today because. I think some of these topics and these ideas are things that we're not getting a lot of in today's uh, day and age. Like, you know, old school, like adages and like principles, you don't, you don't see that um, being explained in, de in depth when it comes to real life application and situations. So um, we're gonna bring in a young whippersnapper too. Um, and we're gonna let him kind of expand as well with us, young Khalil. So I'm gonna bring him in. I'll let him introduce himself again to the people. So. Let's see if he's ready to get on get on this bad boy. Khalil. You gotta say it again. Young, young Khalil. What's good with it, man? What's good with it? What's good with it? We're about to get into these laws of light, man. We're about to get into these laws of light. That's cool. So you want me to start? Yeah, introduce <laughs> yourself though. Introduce yourself. Uh, all right. My name is Khalil. Y'all, what's up with it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, laws of light for me. One of them is. Hold on, Khalil. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got you. Don't even. Don't like, trip, you really Khalil ready to get right into it. He's like, hey, I got the laws if y'all need the laws. Hold on. Khalil said, if I'm in the hole, let's, let's call a play. Let's go. He's like, hey, right. blue 42, blue 42. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, right, I got you. The, the law of influence, right? So we're going to cover the law of influence first. And um, when we talk about the law of influence, we want to talk about, you know, how. I guess the, the impact, when I think of the law of influence, I think of the impact that we have as people um, on others. I mean, it's human experience, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, everything we do um, plays a role of some sort in how uh, other people receive us and how our life is created. Like, if I, if I go out into the world and display myself in a certain way, um, it's going to impact somebody else to react to that 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 uh representation of who I am, right? They they're gonna react. Like I feel like strong people with strong influences tend to understand that a little bit better than people with weak influences. And a lot of it has to do with the consistency and the message that you put out. So what you represent, who you are, the more consistent you are, the more powerful that 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 representation is, the more influential you become. And a lot of times, I don't think it's on purpose. Um, like from my personal experience, I believe like throughout my life, you know, I, I've, I've been influential in a lot of different situations and it wasn't because I was trying to be. I think it was just like, you know, just the influence was just from me being myself, you know, being yourself tends to create that within others, you know, that, that want to be themselves or maybe even that want, that want to follow you into the way of becoming themselves. Y'all dig what I'm saying? And, um, I know Demarcus, you have put that up for us, so I know. Okay, so so go ahead, and give us the definition, Mister Lipton. Go give us the definition. Uh, I just look that real quick, just to show you that we all in line. Influence is the capacity to to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or group. Hmm. So what y'all what y'all thinking on that, man? What y'all thinking on that? Y'all y'all can take that. It's a lot of ways you can take that, man. Is is who do you want to be influenced by? Who do you allow yourself to be influenced by? What kind of influence do you want to be? I'm going to start on the other side of it, of who are you influenced by? 
um, because I think that's really what sets the, the groundwork for anything that you're going to do moving forward, right? So I know we were talking about it from like the, the people who follow Trump and the whole Brett Favre thing. That's where we kind of got on that. But I would say first and foremost, for just everyday people, it's looking at the people who are actually in your life and taking whatever influences from them that you can, whether good or bad, right? Or at least seeing the bad and being able to acknowledge those and not take those up, I should say. So you see, you know, we talk about like raising your kids, all of those things, the community that's around your kids, especially when you're young. As you grow and you learn, okay, I can do this because I saw this person do that. That's wonderful. That's how you actually get influenced to do certain things. You're influenced to try different stuff. We as the adults, we as you know, parents, whatever it is, have to look at it and say, what influences do I put out there? But that's a part of, of growing up in life. So as we hit young adulthood, as we hit adulthood, you have to consciously be aware of where do you take your influences from? Ask yourself, like, literally, why do you do some of the things that you do? Where did you learn that from? Why do you like some of the things that you like? Who influenced that kind of thing for you, right? So, you know, it's it's really simple to say, but I don't think enough time we take actual focus on it. We don't really step back and reevaluate where we got things from, so. And the average person uh, influence, directly influences at least three people. If I'm remembering this right, you have your uh, your working class, your private class, and your social class. So even if you're in high school, you know that would be your that probably would coexist with your classroom and your friends. But think about your co coworkers, boss, or uh, employees. They all have an influence on each other. Then your private class can be family, uh, relationships, religion. Uh, things of that sort, and then your social class is probably everybody outside of that, you know, uh, whether it be on the, I mean, we got social media now, so whether it be on the internet, whether it be out and about, uh, you have influence, direct influence on at least those three groups, so at least three people. So don't, don't, don't ever think that you're too big or too little to where you don't have an influence on somebody. You influence somebody. There's nobody that's private. You influence somebody. Yeah, uh, like I'm finna say, Mr. Sloan, back in high school, I don't know, I just seen him in the hallway one day and he was he was the like, just like me. So like we just started building like this relationship. And as I went on, like he just, he was just being himself. And me, I was kind of just lost in the moment. So I just seen him being himself and he was being like a true light. You could just feel his energy. Like every day he still had that same Mr. Sloan energy. He wouldn't change. So I just, that kind of influenced me to be myself and become who I am today. And so I seen what he was doing and I start, that's how I came about the podcast. I forgot how the conversation came about. I think we was walking the hallway and the teacher mentioned it. So I was like, let me, let me get on this uh, podcast and see what these people talking about. And it was just more like an influence on me. Like, okay, these people doing the right thing or what I think is the right thing. Cause you know, some people might not think what y'all doing are the right thing. You know, everybody got their own opinion, but anyway. I seen y'all doing the right thing. So I'm like, okay, now I can take what they're doing and then see the people who I think are not doing the right thing and take something from them. Like, okay, why don't I want to do this? Like Nate said, why why do I not want to do this? Or why, what, why does this not influence me to do um, the right thing? So that kind of just helped me 
uh, be a pick the right influencers because sometimes you can be influenced by things that are like we was talking about la- the last podcast, like the music people listen to. You know, the, the music can influence you to do different stuff. I want to try some crazy stuff, but you got to kind of pick the right influencers or what you influenced by. That kind of will help me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like like y'all all saying, influence, I mean, you can kind of be influenced one way or the other. It's always like good or evil, like we all talking about. So like uh, my thing is, I think God's ultimate goal for all of us is to influence people in the right way, to influence, influence people towards God. So my thing is, I always try to, like Carrie said, when I leave the house, I don't know who's watching me. So I always try, I try to stay on my, stay doing my best to, yeah. to be passionate somebody because you never know who's watching. Now I'm not perfect. Some days I might have a bad day. I might say some bad words, but uh, like DeMarcus said too, <laughs> if a kid's watching me and he looks up to me and he sees me go off on a person, snap on the person, he might think that's cool. So my ultimate goal every day is to influence somebody positive, positively. Uh, I go to work, I try to smile, I try to speak. And Carrie, you, you know, I used to work with you. I'm not a morning person, so I try my best to speak to people. Yeah, right. <laughs> really speak not a morning person. person. <laughs> but you never know what a smile will do for a person or, or what saying hi will do for a person. So uh, my influence now is to try to influence people towards God, towards positivity. You know, nah, Absolutely. Can, can y'all hear me? <clears throat> yeah. Um, when, when, when talking about what y'all are saying with the influence, I just want to kind of close with this, I guess, when we talk about this is that, you know, we, we're taking it on a positive thing, on a positive light, because we want this to be a law of light. <clears throat> but then also you got to know that people will always look at the human side of you, which is the mistakes and the things that you don't do right. And when you really do have a strong influence, people will hold, some people will hold on to the negative parts of you and try to take your influence and dim that, you know what I'm saying? And we talked, like Jarrell said some something that was profound when he's talking about, you know, trying to influence people by showing them God, like through us. Like that's, that's the, to me, that's the highest level of influence. But then you have the devil that wants to take that influence away from you be by, you know, de- you know, defamation, breaking down your character. You know what I'm saying? We're going to make mistakes as men and women. Like we're going, we're going to make mistakes in public. Like we will make mistakes, but you got to understand that the more powerful um, influence comes from the overcoming of those mistakes in front of people. So don't be afraid to make a mistake and say sorry for it. You know what I'm saying? Repenting for our sins as us believers believe and just, you know, being a real person at all times, like, because you'll never be that person that some people may put you up there. Like, Khalil, I'm glad I was able to make an impact on you, but you know, the, even the students that I make an impact on, some of them don't see my private struggles and I want them to know, even though you know, I try to portray myself in a certain way. I do deal with stuff. And when I deal with it, if you see me deal with it, I don't want you to think I'm not human. Like, I'm still human. I'm just a human uh, doing my best. And that's what we all are. We humans doing our best. And that's how we always going to do it. So that's the law of influence, breaking that down. And I think we can kind of pivot a little bit now into the law of, you know, self-preservation or in other words, don't be dumb. So we can let... uh. Mr. Golden, go ahead and uh, expand, expound on that one because he love he loves to talk to y'all about that. Don't oh, man, it's it's really the most important thing out there, right? We didn't talk about self preservation before, but truly, don't be dumb, man. It's <laughs> it's okay to be ignorant. Let me. I'm gonna start now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the nice road today. I'm never talking about people's ignorance. Right? It's cool to be ignorant if you don't know. We trying to teach. 
Yeah. When you know and you choose wrong, that's dumb though. When you know that you've seen someone either do these things and it hasn't worked out, you know that it can be way worse repercussions than it is positive outcome. Anything. That's dumb to me, right? Um, I'm not gonna, of course, talk about my student too much, but talk, uh, I'm teaching now. And it's, it's some things that kind of bother me with how kids move, right? I'm in here trying to really make this as easy as I can for these kids, right? If you choose to ignore the help that I'm giving you, that's dumb. That to me is like where I don't get it. And that's, that's why I'm so adamant about stuff like this. If you don't know, can't nobody fault you for that. But to actually self-persevere or whatever, self-preserve, yeah. you have to do everything you can to make your life as easy as possible. That's why we learn things. That's why we have systems, all of that, right? So when I say don't be dumb, I mean, don't make things harder than they got to be. Don't put yourself in dangerous situations. Don't put yourself in situations where your outcome is really not going to be in your favor. That's how you make your life the easiest you can for yourself. So it's learning these different things. It's actually taking influence from positive places, not from negative places. It's self-reflecting. It's really, I always go back to what JT said, is learn from other people, man. Take the free lessons, right? That's what I mean when I say don't be dumb. So, you know, I know some people struggle with it, but that's why we out here spreading the light. Yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to piggyback because Nate's correct. And I like how he says it. He, <laughs> he ruthless, but he correct. Um, all it takes is one time, one bad decision to change your whole life or even end your life. I mean, I know people with no records have nothing on their record and they drink and drive and they have a wreck and they kill somebody and now they look at it as a murder. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a good human being, didn't do anything wrong to anybody, but his one decision changed his whole life. I mean, Henry Ruggs, let's talk about him. How Nick, Nick Saban said he never was in trouble. He never missed class. One decision, having fun. He knows that drinking and driving is probably not the right thing to do. He does it accidentally. I mean, has an accident, kills somebody, now he's in jail. Instead of playing football, making millions. One decision in your life can change everything. So if you know it's not a good decision, try your best not to do it. Like Carrie just said, I'm not perfect. I've I've had a couple of drinks and I drove home before. I won't say I haven't. I know probably a lot of people that probably done it. Demarcus, you probably have too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man. I don't know. Hey. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't but know. I'm just saying. Uh, if you, I mean, I'm older now, and I know if I'm going to a certain place, I can get a hotel close to where I'm going if I know I'm be drinking. You know, kind of like my birth. You know, people came to my birthday. Y'all know how we did it. Um, <laughs> we're in walking distance, yep. so. Uh, just try to be as smart as you can because one decision can change everything or even kill you, you know, so, or somebody else. Let me say this too. That's why I don't believe in mistakes. I, I truly do not accept when people say they made a mistake. Mistakes to me are for math problems and when you're measuring stuff out. <laughs> I, I miscalculated something was a little, I'm for real though. People, hey, what are you talking people, about right now, man? Because, Let him continue. He's trying to make a point. <laughs> like what Jarrell brought up with, I was with, uh, you the whole time. with Henry Rose. You can't tell me it's a mistake when other people have done it and you know what the outcome of. That's why I don't accept I don't accept mistake in these situations, bro. You cannot tell me I'm a functioning human. I have a brain. 
I know right from wrong. I know that if I go and drink and drive, one, the chances are I'm going to get pulled over and I'm still getting hit with that ticket and I'm going to sit for the night because I was drinking and driving. Bigger chance is I'm really wasted and I'm going to go 140, whatever he was going, and run through the back of somebody and everybody finna possibly die. That's stupid. That's not making a mistake. That's making a choice. There's a huge difference between those two. And I think that's where we need more, honestly, just people being held accountable in the world. Don't give them, it's a mistake, man. Mistake is innocent. A mistake is, man, I thought I needed a half a cup. I used the whole cup. That's cool. When you choose things and you know it has a negative outcome, live with that, bro. Okay. You gotta live with it. I that's why that's why I put those two definitions up. I don't know if everybody's seen them. Cause I knew Nate was probably gonna go here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I got off the end I don't I can't cite it just right right now, even though I paraphrase it. Dumb is temporarily unable or unwilling to. So it's temporarily un, unable, unwilling to make an action, unable to speak, unable to make a decision. Whereas ignorance is lacking the knowledge of or awareness. You can't you can't say that kind of like what he was saying about a mistake. Like you can't say that I had a mistake if I already had knowledge of that. You should have you should have made the right decision because you had knowledge of that. Just like if you were trying to uh, uh, find the answer to a math problem, if you already know how to have knowledge how to get to the answer, then it, it, it wasn't a mistake. I'd say no, I'm bad at math. That's why I give them a pass on that. Yeah, but I, but in in real life sense, like there's a difference between. And I know Nate is real harsh, but I understand why. There's a difference between being dumb, or stupid, or whatever. But there's a difference between being dumb and being ignorant. Mm-hmm. Ignorant, you literally had no knowledge of. Yeah. Ignorance, I'm okay with, man. Yeah, if you if you're being dumb, then you should have learned from the previous time when you actually got taught the knowledge, whether it was by somebody else's dumbness or just uh, learning from their situation. Cause like you said, like nobody can, nobody that has a license can, uh, okay. The majority of people that have a license can't say that they didn't know that drinking and driving was a bad thing. Now when something happens, you know, you get the hands on the head, you get the awareness of, and they, they know right away. They know right away. I used to, I used to tow for a living. I seen them at night. Like they, they could be completely plastered. But when the, when the, when the, uh, the uh, consequence happens, they know right away why. Mm-hmm. They, they weren't ignorant. They know right. I'm talking about people who have been passed out literally know right away why. I, I just, I just, I try to, and I, and I agree with you saying about accountability. Um, I think that when we're talking about, you know, don't don't be a don't be dumb and you know self-preservation, it is easier to preserve yourself in this world when you are accountable and when you own and take ownership of what you do, right? All of your actions have to be owned by you. And I agree with you 100 percent on that, Nate. Like you have to own your actions. Like, and I think a lot of what happens when we kind of pass things off as, oh, they just made a mistake. Sometimes it's like we're passing off the ownership, like it's on other factors. Um, we have to get away from that. Um, we have to, you know, promote that in our own lives and then also, you know, encourage that within one another. Um, I think that, uh, you know, when you think about like the gap, like in, in, in regards to where we want to go in life, man, like 
is is really what the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go is what you don't know. So anything you don't know, it's like it's like you live in that ignorance is bliss. You know, if you if you are truly ignorant to something, <laughs> you don't like that saying, huh? I if hate truly, that saying. If you truly ignorant though, you just don't know. You're like a child, right? Children just don't know. They just they they bump their head. They didn't know. It's like, well, oh well, he he didn't know. He he hasn't seen it before, right? Mm-hmm. But then the flip side of it is is where you know, and then you make a decision. You try to balance it on probability. So I'm gonna say that when some people do that, i.e., your last minute uh paper turning person, your last minute project person, your procrastinators, they may make a mistake here and they end up having to pay for it. Now, I do believe in mistakes. That's why I say it's hard for me to say I don't believe in mistakes because I think that people do make hiccups. I do think that there are little things that you might not have calculated in a situation, but even though you have to own that because when you go into a space where you know the margin for error is like this small, like if you know and you choose to you know, take the chance and get behind that wheel or you choose to do this or you choose to do that, like, okay, look, you've grown. If you've grown and you know you do what you think is best in that situation, but do not come to nobody and start crying and start whining about life's not fair, everything's against me, somebody made a voodoo doll of me. Nah, you <laughs> did this. You did this and own it. And that's where I kind of, that's why I think that I agree with you. And that's how I would say what you're saying is that the extreme ownership is where we need to take a focus to in regards to self preservation. You need to own your actions. Like you got all kind of things that you can think y'all saying the same thing. I think we said y'all yeah. saying the same thing. Yeah, I, I can add to that. So yesterday I read a Bible verse. It said, I think it was in Matthew uh 12, 20, 25. It said, Every every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. So basically, to me, that meant like once you do, like if you know something is wrong and you still do it. You causing yourself more grief, like to piggyback off what y'all said. Like you can't get mad when you cause yourself some hurt, even though you know it's wrong because you decided to make that decision. Like if you go and shoot somebody, then you get twenty five years to life. You knew it was wrong, so you can't be in that time. Free me! I'm I'm in here hurting. Nobody want to see me. No commissary. Like you can't say that. Ain't, you can't say that. You can't say that type of stuff because then it's like you made the type of decision. Now you feel sorry for yourself. Even even though like you probably got paid to do it or whatever, you like something in your head gonna probably tell you before you make a bad decision. This this not right. It's always a voice in your head that's gonna tell you something good. Like I don't know, I don't know if we should do this. Even if it's not like don't do this, it's gonna be. It's like an unsure voice. Like I don't know if this the best idea right now in this moment. So that's what just to piggyback off what y'all said. That's what I think it means. One hundred facts, bro. Facts, that's real facts. Because the used to always say uh, about like people who cheat men, women, whatever. You can't say it's a mistake because before you do it, you always oh, have that thought. Yeah, that always blip. a blip. It's a blip of it, this ain't my wife. It might be just a blip. It might be a blip. But always <laughs> a blip. <laughs> he used to always be like, man, when dudes be like, oh, that's a mistake, or a woman be like. DeMarcus used to always say, nah, bro, you, you thought, even if it was for <laughs> 0.5 seconds, you thought like, nah, this ain't even right. But you started by doing it in the first place. It was yeah. it didn't just happen. You didn't open your eyes and end up like, oh my God, it's right here. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, you went through a process <laughs> to get there, bro. It's not a mistake. It's a choice. It's a pattern, it's a pack of actions. <laughs> 
That's real. Yeah. Well, folks, if y'all need grace, man, y'all come holler at me because these brothers got <laughs> no books. Y'all ain't getting no books. No, no. Homie's not getting hey, y'all look, no If you mess up, yeah, Khalil, problem, like we are getting. Khalil brought it. He brought it back to the good book. He's like, hey, y'all who don't know. <laughs> good book. I like that though. We need that. But um, you know what I'm saying? You know, kind of pivoting, you know, to the last law we're gonna cover, man. Uh, we got the law of presence. You know, uh Mr. Lifting Go himself likes this one a lot. He got a little quote he's gonna share with y'all for the law of presence, and then we'll uh kind of expand on that there. <laughs> you know what the quote is, bro. Why you always do this, bro? You finna get like bro. <laughs> We gotta build. We gotta. We gotta, we gotta vote on this, bro. Like, we, gotta, <laughs> we can't keep doing this. We got the week, bro. We do this every week. I told you not to invite him back on a long time ago. <laughs> He's looking so surprised, like he has no idea what. Like, what about your feet, Demarcus? What about your feet, bro? My quote. That's Nate's quote. Nate, what's the quote? Be where your feet at, man. Be where your feet at. I, I think I deserve an apology because uh, I take accountability for all my actions, and that wasn't my action. <laughs> bro, you made the, half the list. All right, bro. Yes. Bro, you made the whole list. The whole list. The whole list, bro. But nah, man, I, I would say, you know, that's something that I'm really working on right now is being where my feet are because I think we talking about people that we are, um, you know, walking lights. You know, we cultivating our light every, every day, um, trying to become better men. Um, you know, people sense, sense that and people tend to put responsibilities and expectations on you. And I think sometimes that can lead to you multitasking. And when you multitask and when you spread your attention, I think sometimes it could lead you away from being present enough to have your feet and you at the same place because you got your mind over here on this and on this and on this and on this. But when you do that, you less effective at the, the current spot where you are. And I know I've been victim of that before because you know you just sometimes you think being busy is the best thing but sometimes being busy is not being productive you know what i'm saying like you could be just doing things and just be handling tasks but the tasks aren't taking you towards your goal what you said goal that you had beforehand you know i think it's, it's constant constant reminders that we have to give ourselves like jarell kind of got me you know consistent with my goals on my board like i put them in my mirror now just so that like I could keep myself aligned in the morning, like when I wake up to set my intentions and be able to say like, you know, this is why I'm here today. Like, even though there's like a million things everybody want from me, I woke up today to do these things. And when I'm doing things for other people or I'm handling my daily tasks or I'm, you know, meditating or I'm working out, there's a reason why I'm currently where I'm at. And I have to make sure that's also feeding my bottom line, which are my goals and, you know, the, the, the reasons that get me my why the reasons that move me you know what i'm saying move my spirit so i mean we could speak to that you know the law of presence you know what i'm saying just being with your kids you know what i'm saying you know some of us as fathers on this podcast you know when you with your babies like being there with your baby and actually helping your baby with their homework you know what i'm saying hugging your kid or when you were with your mama with your lady like being there present um at that time just really soaking in that experience and not just being there as a body because they don't just want us there as a body they want us there totally you know that we can't we can't we can't keep doing that we gotta we gotta be totally present so y'all add to that man the law of presence which i which i got on that i have a uh, you're there to be a role bro. Mm -hmm. uh, go ahead. Here, 
mine short. I had a deacon today that uh, we were talking about life. He's 80 years old. And he, I swear nobody would believe he's 80. Like he he still works. Uh, well, not really work. He still works out. He still moves. Like you might put him at 60 something. But he said something. I've also heard, I believe Denzel said this other speech too. And he said basically what Kerry was talking about was like, don't confuse movement with progress. Some of us are busy and we're moving. It's not progress. And also understanding uh, that time is very precious. Some of us, you know, we spend a lot of our time, especially men, spend a lot of time trying to get and, and uh, obtain a lot of stuff when some of the true gems in life are, are the people that we have. So just to back to what Kerry was talking about, like uh, there's a lot of truth to that. Um. I was just gonna say, every every place that you are, everything that you're doing, you're a specific role at that point in time, right? So when we really talk about being where your feet are, it's being in the role and the purpose that you're supposed to be in. Like what Gary was saying, like you might be a father, you being a husband, whatever it is that you're doing, we're educators, we're working in the mental health field. Be where you are and be what you're supposed to be in that moment is really what that means to me, right? because you have to play your role to get the best out of whatever it is, to give your best as well. So if you at work, bro, go do whatever it is. If you out there flipping burgers, be the best burger flipper until you move to doing the register, whatever it is. Like you have to do that in order to grow through it. You can't just kind of have hearted to do things. I like that. And I'm a piggyback because at work, I tell the people that work under me, you know, my team, I tell them to put on their work hats, put on their mom hats, put on their whatever hats. So kind of like Nate said, because we work in mental health, if you if you uh, take in everything you take in and you go home with all that on your heart, you won't be effective for your family. So I always tell my people, you know, that work with me, take off that mental health caseworker counselor hat, put on your parent hat when you get home, because you don't want to go home with the, all that uh, depression and anxiety you heard all day. You want to take that off. When you get home, you want to give your kids all that they need. So uh, like Nate said, man, wherever your feet are, wherever you are, be the best, whatever that is, coach, uh, teacher, parent, mental health worker, uh, young man, you know, how old are you? 18. I'm just exactly. be the best 18 year old you can be, so. <laughs> <laughs> so that's real, you know, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I'm, I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, I really ain't just thought about that topic though, but from what y'all saying, it make a lot of sense because like, if I'm, if let's say I'm at the park with my friend or something, I'm worrying about my college work or these people at work or this anything, what I'm gonna do when I'm get older and me and my friend having a conversation, I'm just answering it like aimlessly, like not even really trying to grasp. I'm not really there. I'm, like Mr. Sloan said, I'm not really there in the conversation. I'm just there as a body, just like, oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know what I'm saying? I'm responding, responding because I know what she's saying, but I'm not understanding what she's saying. I know because like A plus B equals C, like that. that's how I know what she's saying, but I'm not under, I'm not really taking it into my heart. I'm just answering while I'm thinking about all these other things. And now it's kind of like, it kind of <clears throat> causes like, I feel like that would cause like some type of miscommunication between people if, if I'm not where I'm supposed to be and this person right here and I'm all the way in Neptune and they on Earth, then that, that causes like 
miscommunication between us. So I feel like that's important what y'all just said. Absolutely. And I, and I want to add to what you're saying, even that same example, man, you know, a lot of relationships tend to falter because of just that, you know, that's something that you're going to see as you grow older, is just the, the difference in you know, even men and women, like when we come together and just the, uh, you'll see so many men that struggle with active listening, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to listening to the female counterpart, you know, just like, because they'll give you a lot, you know, sometimes they'll give you a lot of information, but if you're not actively listening to what they are saying, sometimes you will miss out on those gems because they think a little differently than us. So they, they express themselves differently, but you have to really hone in and try to listen, like watch their lips move. Like, you know, when they give you a question, like, you know, you try to answer it based on what they already said and using that information and using your background knowledge and all that. <clears throat> and not just, you know, trying to get them to shut up. You know, sometimes some people do that because they just, it's too much for them. But being an active listener is, uh, is a skill that, you know, not only in relationships, but in your professional life, it makes you more adequate, makes you more effective. Like, and, and that's being present. Like being present is really like, bro, sometimes when I talk to people, <clears throat> especially at work, I take the time to like pause, like, bro, I'd be like under a lot of stress sometimes. And I'll be like, it, it'll be tense, bro. It's like, sometimes you just be like, it's a lot. But sometimes when people come talk to me, I will literally check out of the whole day. Like I'll literally boop, check out mentally and go into this conversation. Like I'll stop. It'd be a million things going on. I'll just stop. I just listen. I'll be like, oh, that's good. I'll be like, man, how everything going with that? Boom, boom, boom. And what I found is that's kind of helped my mental health because it, it helps me understand that I'm still a human. I'm not a, like a machine. Like I'm not just cash, 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 cash. Like I'm present, I'm listening, I'm learning from others, I'm adding to your life. Cause some people, they, they're surprised when you do that. Like when you check out and like actually listen to somebody when you talk to them in the middle of your day, they'll be actually surprised when you ask them, how are they doing? And you wait for the response. You know what I'm saying? You sit there, you wait to actually hear how they doing. Cause a lot of people say, hey, how you doing? Keep it walking. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they just keep, you know what I'm saying? That's like all day long. You see, hey, how you doing? Like, you don't want to know how I'm doing. You are, you are down the street. They don't like, even hear the answer. They keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm not doing <laughs> so, oh, man. It's like, you know, taking that time to really, you know, talk to individuals and connect. Uh, what? Uh, right. I'll read that. What does it say? What does it say? I got to let me check. I, I was just, that's what I was going to say before Khalil started to kind of add to the conversation. I didn't want to lose it. And I actually pushed in her. I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to push in her. But it, it was, I was saying that your eyes work together. They can only focus on one thing. Truly, oh, they can yeah. focus on one thing. You have peripheral and it can be busy in the room or busy, whatever you're looking at. But when you focus on one thing, it goes back to being where your feet at. Like it, when you focus on where you're at, and what you're doing at that point, you have extreme focus on there. That's kind of like what Carrie was talking about in the in the in the hearing sense. Like when you're focused on that, like all your energy, all your time, all all of your uh, action and efforts go to that one thing. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Also, that's good. I like that a lot. I also heard that you can't hold two thoughts at one time. That's what I've also heard. So I heard it's impossible to hold two thoughts at one at one time. You can only hold one thought, and like when you looking at that one thing or you really focusing on that one thing then that's like you know when people talk about metaphysics and taking what's in your mind and bringing it out to reality like that's how you do it that's how the computer was created that's how the phone was created like an individual or a group of individuals came together 
with focused energy over an amount of time and they they put all their energy and time into creating like that's what we're supposed to be doing like we're talking about this these laws of light where we're creating this our intentions like we've intended to do these things from the jump from the inception like all this stuff is aligned with who we are as people it's like we focused on our inner beings and that's what's bringing out what you guys see today so um man i think this is a magnificent build which i think yeah and even if you have a slow eye i have a slow eye you can still focus on things <laughs> a floater <laughs> look at it look do it again <laughs> yeah. how you be feeling bro you grew up with this dude man that's your big brother i mean i i guess nothing surprises me let's go with that nothing surprises you nothing surprises anybody on the podcast man anything can happen because we we building lights out here so man make sure i like and subscribe which i got for the people man in closing Oh, Texas ooh, is not that? back. Bear down, baby. Mm. Bears just are back. down. They're down franchise. We won today. We won today. H time. What they do? L. They lost because they suck too. <laughs> hey. I'm not wearing the Texas shirt, bro. Hey, this is I, what it is. I feel you. I feel you. Khalil, you did good today, man. I appreciate it, but on the series note, though. I got I got something to say for the people because this is something uh -oh. I, I I struggled at. The quarterback don't, has entered the huddle. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 hold like high expectations for people. Like accept people to do evil and understand that people are gonna do evil. Like you gotta really know that. Like you can't just because you being a light, you can't expect like, the whole world to be like some people gonna be evil and dark. This because that's how they heart is. You just gotta be okay with that. You can't Man, so get true. mad at yourself and be like. Wow, why am I doing good and they doing bad? It's not fair. No, you gotta just say, okay, just go about your day and just brush it off. Like they they not they just another person. That's all you got how you gotta look at them unless it'll affect you and you you'll be because if you start to react off of them being dark, that's kind of like you now you becoming their puppet because you up here and they down here now and you reacting because they they vibing low. So now you becoming a puppet of them. So you gotta really just understand that you can't hold high expectations for everybody and expect everybody to move how you moving or how to love in their heart like you got. Mm. That's reality right there. That's being real. Yes, Lord. Being real. And, and, and when you yes, Lord. when they come when they come around you with that energy, what it always says, man, you know, I, I always heard the OGs tell me, you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody telling you stuff about me, then why do they feel so comfortable saying it to you? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. And, and it's like, you know, if somebody being negative around me, why they feel so negative being negative around me? What is it about me that's bringing that in? What is it about me that makes you feel like this is home to bring all your trash? Because I want you to feel real uncomfortable bringing that to me. This light over here too bright for you to be bringing all that that, that dead energy. You, you can't bring that over here. It can't survive here. So you got to go take that elsewhere. So I like that you already getting there, young king. You're going you gonna to get there, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be, we all getting there. We all getting there. But, um, Anybody else? Y'all got anything for the people? He did. Rihanna's man. performing at the Super Bowl. Who? Rihanna is performing at the Super Bowl. Yes, we're watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Be light.